0: Hello everyone, my name is True Strive, and you are now tuned in to the Label 1976 podcast. For those of you returning, thank you. Thank you so much. For those of you new, thank you for tuning in to take a listen. I hope everyone is continuing to stay safe out there in those streets. I know that everything opened up, uh, opened back up this weekend. Uh, You can so tell, you could so tell on the streets. And also just just watching the news and everything and just watching different things and watching everybody's interest, Instagram stories and things of that nature. Um, I actually went walking around my neighborhood this weekend and we actually went to the movies this weekend and hadn't been to the cinema in, phew, since COVID hit last year, early last year. Um, so yeah, about a whole year we hadn't been and went and saw Cruella. That movie was so good. Oh my God, it was so good. And it was only us and four other people in the theater. So that was a breath of fresh air. And of course, everybody stayed. They were like in a whole nother section and we were in our own little section. So we felt really safe and it was cool just to be out and about. Um, but yeah, it was definitely worth it. And also went to a little poetry night um, thing in uh, downtown Kirkwood in Atlanta. So it was a pretty good, good weekend, pretty good weekend. My suggestions if you're still leery of going out and want to take baby steps, take a walk around. Take a walk around your neighborhood or take a walk around your local park. I know a lot of places have like local neighborhood parks or local just um, baseball fields or uh, soccer fields or nature trails. That's always really good because everybody's pretty much separated and on their own side of the little lane if there happens to be like a sidewalk. or People have been really um, conscious of staying on their sides. Um, So that's a really good thing. And then also, I've picked up a little bit of a green thumb and kind of been going to like nurseries, different nurseries. And that's not expensive at all. Actually, a lot of plants are on sale for about one to five dollars. And you can start your little garden and just be outside and just pick up a new hobby that you may not know that you like or something like that. Go outside, sit in the grass and read a book things like that, but I would definitely say, you know, just start getting out. I'm not saying don't wear your mask if you feel uncomfortable in a place, but just start getting back out if you're going a little bit stir crazy, because I know I was initially, and now I just feel a lot better about it, but I'm still not doubled up and all up on people and and stuff. Like, no, that's still a no-go, but I still have been getting out there, so I hope you guys are being safe and just at least, you know, for your sanity, going outside, walking around, and just people watching if anything you know so on today I wanted to do a bit of a story gonna do like a storytelling from my childhood Um, so in grade school from fourth to ninth grade I had a problem with bullying and you'll notice through my podcast throughout I may bring this topic up again because I have stories for days and I feel like they're very, they're therapeutic to me, kind of. And then also, somebody else might get something from it, you know, definitely. But they this topic will come up sporadically. Um, but this one was really on my mind this morning. And so basically, from 4th to ninth, I did a lot of moving around when I was younger. So I was always the new kid. I felt like I was always the new, well, I was always the new kid. I didn't feel like it. I was always the new kid. So I remember this story in particular, I was going to a new school and this would have been in, I want to say, fourth grade, fourth grade. So in fourth grade and my mom at the time, we had just moved to this new neighborhood and, you know, just always being the new girl, you don't have friends. You just don't because if there's never like a, you're not anchored anywhere, you're forever going to be the new girl. So you're always starting over. You're always trying to fit in. You're always trying to be nice. You're always trying to kind of not really be seen for real. So for me, like, like I said, I've always been short. I just always have. I think I stopped growing in seventh grade (laughs) for real. I stopped growing in seventh grade, but about in fourth, I'm sure I was a good, like four nine. I'm sure I was. Um, But I've just always been small. So to me, I've just always been what I feel like, you know, between four, nine and five foot. And um, so this school in particular, um, I had went to a few schools before where I remembered some of the friends or some of the girls or whatever. So this one in particular, I was, you know, back in the day when the teacher would bring you in, she would introduce you to the whole class. So I get into class and... They're like, class, we have a new student. And I went by my middle name in, in, in grade school. So they're like, we have a new student. And um, I want everybody in class to say hello to her. So everybody in class is like, hello, whatever. And so then, you know, the teacher tells you where to sit. And of course, the, the chair, the uh, desk, of course, are in the front. Who doesn't love to be on front row, on the front row? You might love to be on front rows and concerts these days, but you don't want to be on the front row. In school because you can't see what's behind you you can't you know if you hear snickering or talking and stuff if you want to be in the thick of it you're in the front row and then the teachers all in your face you can't really do do too much with the first row you know unless you're the brown noser that wants to answer all the questions or has the answers to all the questions now me trying to camouflage to my into my desk I didn't have all the answers. I'm just in here, like, having anxiety now that I know that that's what that was. Having anxiety just being the new girl trying to fill my surroundings, you know. I just want to be a turtle. I just want to hide really quick and just get these lessons and keep it pushing. Um, and also, I was walking to school at this particular school. It was, like, right around the corner from, from the crib. So um, get into class and, like I said, everybody's just like, hey, you know, hey, hey, hey. And stuff like that and um, this one one little boy was like he liked my jacket and at this particular time I had like a really like just obsessed with strawberry shortcake and so back in the day um, like one of my mom's boyfriends he would well my mom's boyfriend at the time he was going overseas to Korea a lot because like in, in from being from Fayetteville Fort Bragg is right beside Um, Fayetteville so typically a lot of people know Fayetteville from Fort Bragg so um, him being in the service he would go he just came back from Korea so he bought me this brand new uh, like bomber type coat and it had the hood on the back and then these hoods they would zip down in the middle uh, from the hood so you could like wear it flat on your back or across the top and it was pink and it had my name on the front of it he had strawberry shortcake's face embroidered in the back I was killing them, killing them in fourth grade you know and thinking I look like something and all these things so you just you know you feel pride in how you dress and my mom always just dressed me up and so just was always just that that chick um from a young age like that in my mind you know well from what my mom told me you know so, we're in class, and um, say hey to everybody or whatever, and I had noticed this one young lady that I had seen before in my other school when I was in third grade, and she was taller. I promise you, this girl was a good, she was a good, like, 5'7 in fourth grade. I don't care what nobody says. She was, whatever, and um, her name was Nikki D. I will never forget, and this will be the, co- the podcast, ma'am, that everybody name get called out on that ever tried it it just will I'm sorry um but I'm sure that wasn't her real name or whatever because I don't even remember her last name it was just Nikki D so hey sure there's a lot of Nikki D's who knows so um she's like hey I like your jacket and I'm like oh thank you you know feeling snazzy and uh so the teacher leaves class and whenever she leaves the class I hear like girls snickering in back of me so it's like um, these girls and then they're like somebody in here thinks they're cute and so I'm like oh because I'm thinking you know it's not me because she just spoke to me and then you know I'm like who's the chick that thinks she's cute or whatever I'm looking around looking around everybody's just like staring at me and I'm like okay well what's happening I don't really get what's happening and from there and from there I'm basically just my stomach's just starting to hurt and I'm just starting to sweat. And I'm just like, I have no idea what's really going on. so at this point, like in school back then, we would have recess because we would stay in one class the whole time. I know I'm kind of telling my age, but we would stay in class the whole, whole day in that one class. That, it wasn't like homeroom, first period, second period type of thing. Your teacher was your teacher like for the whole day. So um, this is your class. These are your classmates. These are who you deal with every day, all day. And so I'm sitting there and this was early in the morning. You know, this is what? Eight o'clock in the morning. So I guess all the bigger, the, the snickering and stuff started happening probably around 10. So then, you know, recess comes up to where we're about to go outside and play after lunch. So I don't even remember lunchtime that day because I was so concentrating on going outside with no supervision. Like even at a young age, I kind of knew. I've kind of always been kind of intuitive. To get ready i i i think that's why even as an adult i stay ready you know because if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready so i've just always had that mentality um so we get uh released for recess so we go outside and stuff and we're all playing we're playing kickball that's when kickball was like really big and we're playing kickball picking teams and stuff since i'm the new girl again i get picked last and plus i'm small so none of know me they don't know my skills they don't know if i can kick a ball and run to base to base you know you just don't know because you don't know me so I get picked last or whatever and we're on two different teams so Nikki D is on the other team with all the other bigger gorillas and then me and the little kids <laughs> on the other team so um you know playing kickball or whatever like that and we're winning like the small people are winning and so I uh kick the ball outside of the fence and i ended up being able to run all the way back to for you know back to home base so i get to home base everybody's mad and she proceeds to put me in the headlock now mind you i'm 49 my hair's done got this hot jacket on and it's hot outside cuz i don't want to put the jacket down because it's my most prized possession at this point and then it's pink and i'm not getting it in this red mud red dirt and so I just have it on. So all this is going on and this girl puts me in the headlock and she didn't have one ounce of deodorant on at all. And she's sweaty because as I said, she's 5'7 in fourth grade. So I'm crying, trying to get, um, out from under her arm or whatever. It's funny now in retrospect, but believe me, it was the most terrifying thing. It was just terrifying because you can't really, find, <laughs> can't really be fighting a grown ass woman in fourth grade. You know what I'm saying, and I'm just like it was just out of the blue, and she was just bullying me. It was just it was just for no reason, like no reason at all, other than I'm the new girl, and I'm just I'm just it, I you, I'm just the one, you know. So the teacher came out, and she finally released me or whatever, and having to go back into class and sit down for another what three hours until class is over at three, and humiliated. My jacket got dirty anyway. My hair is all sweaty, because I think I was getting the, per- what? Wasn't even perms back then. I think I was getting, uh, my hair straightened and combed. So I'm hot, sweating. My hair is like frazzled. My jacket is dirty. I'm humiliated. I feel like a herb. It was just a horrible, horrible. This is my first freaking day. So then I have to walk home by myself. So I'm walking home. I'm just upset the whole day. And I don't even remember, honestly, like if she got in trouble from school or, you know, what happened right then. Because I think mentally I was just trying to get through the day to just go home. So I go home. My mom's at home. She's like, what happened? What happened? So I'm crying through like boogers and tears trying to tell her what happened. And she just, she was peed completely and I was like I'm not going back to school I'm not going back to school ever in my life you know what I'm saying I'm like it's just not happening I don't care why did you move me here I don't never have no friends it's the whole thing and I'm just like I'm just tired I don't have no friends I have all these cousins but of course they don't go to my school they don't know the, you know they don't know you know for all my life I had to fight you know don't nobody know that and um so the next morning uh, my mom she walked to school with me And I'm like, please don't do this, man. She's just like, I'm going. I'm going. Who did you say it was? That big girl gonna put her hands on you? What? it? Who is it? Who is it? So I told her, it's Nikki D. And I said, she's in class. So the next morning, we get there. And this is when uh, your parents could come into school with you. So my mom comes in with me. And she's like, go sit down. So then she calls the teacher out into the hallway and tells the teacher what happened. And then the teacher opens the door and calls Nikki D out so everybody's like ooh and then Nikki D's looking at me rolling her eyes like scouring at me and of course my heart is just beating out of my chest and I'm just like my mom's finna make it worse oh my god I'm finna die in fourth grade so my mom calls her out there she goes out there my mom's out there with her for a good five minutes five minutes she came back in crying she sat at her desk Needless to say, she didn't say anything to me the rest of the year. And that was that. And of course, my mom at that point was my hero. I go <laughs> She was like, you better come straight home after school. So I go home after school and I asked her what she said. And she said, I told her if you <laughs> she said I told her if you ever touch my daughter again, I will come up here and whip your tail myself. Because you are too big to be in fourth grade, one. And two, you are too big to be bullying people that you don't even know. And mom took me to get ice cream and that was that that was that time and that was it and I never had any problems with D again and my mom was just again was my hero in that moment and I was just like oh my god this is so great this is so great I felt so like vindicated and better and I so didn't care that my mom had to come and rescue me it wasn't even that kind of thing it was like really just a horrible horrible feeling man I couldn't I can't explain that to, to people enough that's a horrible feeling to to dread going to school every day to just have that anxiety that that scary just you know that you have to fend for yourself every day that you go to school like you're going to war you know no child should have to feel that way and regardless you know in my older years now I'm thinking I'm sure she was hurt you know or probably had a horrible upbringing at home and you know maybe I just represented everything that she didn't have or something or whatever but she didn't know what I was going through either her thinking that my life is better didn't mean that my life was better if I'm constantly the new girl all the time having to deal with people like her you know what I mean not having any friends and you got your whole little crew whether you bullied them into being your friends your friend or not at least you got a crew I'm by myself and you're just here all in my face with it You know, so, yeah, I mean, I can see on both sides now. But back then, when you're young like that, you don't see both sides. And a child shouldn't have to be thinking on a grown-up level to try to understand why somebody is bullying you and just picking on you. Like, this is the source of all of your anger is coming to me. and, And that child doesn't know why that source of anger is coming from you. So, it's just crazy. I mean, like, I just say this now. Parents should really just check on your kids and their mental and stop bullying like just the bullying thing I know it still happens and you know parents can't go up to your school nowadays you know they're going to jail you can't put your you can't threaten another child you're going to jail you know so it happened when it happened and you know like I said I don't make any apologies for that that my mom did that and I'm sure she doesn't either but you know everything just starts from home it definitely does but I just felt like, you know, I wanted to share that. And I hope somebody got something from it. And if your child comes to you about something and it's, it's really hindering their learning and they don't want to go to school, you know, or come out of school, come out of school from being bullied through those years or whatever and don't want to go to higher education or just anything. You don't know what that does to, to a child's psyche, you know, or their overall look on everything. You know, you don't. But... You know, I came out of it, not unscathed mentally from it, of course, but you know, I came out of it a stronger person, a stronger person, the older that I got from that. But yeah, so that's a little bit of my story time. I hope I didn't put a damper on anybody's day. Hopefully it made you smile or laugh in certain points. But you know, the point I was trying to make it still real, bullying just needs to stop. It does. So if you can stop it some kind of way, start it in your home, just, 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 You know check on your kids man and also this will give you a look into why I stay ready and when I say that my friends know what I mean I stay ready you know so don't be asking me why I'm ready to come at somebody and jump all over me like spider monkey whenever I feel like I'm (laughs) a cornered cat or something like that because it really does do something to you it just does it's like you know what it is it's PTSD it's PTSD that's what it creates I think that's what it creates and you just and you know you go to counselors and you deal with it later because it is the sneaky snake thing about mental health it does come back up in some sort of way it does but at any rate um if you guys enjoyed this podcast please let me know again you can email me at label you have to spell out 976 at gmail.com and please be sure to follow the, the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so that you're aware and you well, that you get the notifications uh, once I place one up um, that time of the week. So, yeah, thank you again for listening, guys. And remember, it's good to be loved, but profound to be understood. Talk to you soon.